2: friends who are wedding vendors and why you should not hire your friends to be your wedding vendors. Um, If you are hate listening to this because all of your vendors are close friends of yours, that is totally fine. I still think you will get a ton out of this episode, some things to think about and some conversations to have. If you're kind of on the fence about hiring some of your friends to help you out, or you just have no idea what a friend door is or why it is a good or a bad idea, listen in because I think there's a lot uh, in today's episode that will really help you and hopefully save you from some really tricky and uncomfortable situations. So right off the bat, like I said, a friend door or a friender, however you want to pronounce it, is a friend who is a vendor, so that would be like hiring your cousin Stacy, who um, you know has a really good baking Instagram page to do your wedding cake, or asking your brother to be your officiant, or you know your close girlfriend to take your photos. Whatever it is, basically a friend of yours. Who you are asking to be a vendor at your wedding, to do a job, you're hiring them. In most cases, they're not a professional. It's just a side gig or, you know, a hobby of theirs, something they're passionate about, but you are putting them in the place of a professional. In other cases, they really are a professional, you know, maybe they own their own bakery or they have their own photography business um, and you're still kind of hiring them to do your wedding, whatever, whatever the job happens to be. Um, But they're friends of yours. So maybe there's a discount or something like that. So we'll kind of get into both of those situations. But right off the top, the first reason why you might not want to hire a friend is the first thing you kind of need to just double check is legally, can they actually do the job? So for example, in certain areas of the world, um, you can't go and get ordained online. So I know this is super popular in the States, people are always like, Oh, just get a friend to marry you, you know, get your brother, get your dad, get your mom, get your grandma, just go online. And you know, you can get ordained, no problem, like ministersrs.com or something like that. I know there are some states where you don't even need an officiant, you can sort of do like a self ordained thing, which is super cool. Um, I've said before, I'm in Canada, that is not a thing here. You have to be an actual officiant or government commissioner or religious person <laughs> who has the power to marry other people. It's not something just Any friend or family member can go online and do. So that's definitely one you want to watch out for. Just make sure that the friend you are thinking of hiring can actually legally do the job. (laughs) Um, And that could also be an issue if you are thinking of hiring a friend to be like your caterer or your bartender, perhaps, you know, depending on your venue or where you are in the world, that person needs to have some sort of license, maybe they need to have insurance to be able to serve drinks or something like that. So just make sure you um, are checking all of the boxes and that, you know, at very, very basic level, they can legally do the job. Super important. You don't want to show up on your wedding day and find out that, no, your sister was not able to get ordained online and sorry, your cousin can't serve any food because they don't have insurance and your other... Uh, best friend isn't able to be your bartender because they didn't get the license and just all these horrible things you really don't want to worry about. So make sure, number one, can they legally do the job? Second thing you want to think about is sort of the professional level. So this would be more important for friends of yours who are not actually wedding vendors professionally, like that is not their job in their real life. It's just something they kind of do for fun. It's a side gig. It's a hobby. It's a passion. Maybe you just think they are a really good baker. You know, every time you go over, they've made something new, and it's super delicious. And you're always like, Oh my god, you should open your own bakery. These are so good. You know what I'm talking about those sort of situations. So the big issue here is that, you know, they're not a professional, even if you swear up and down, oh my gosh, their cakes are amazing. They take the best photos, they're really good cracking jokes, you know, talking to a whole room, they're not a professional. They're not, this is not their full time job. So even if you're getting the service or the product, you know, for free or for heavily discounted, it's because you're not getting a professional service or a product, which means mistakes can be made. Um, You know, these people, a lot of the times, couples will hire friends to be their vendors because they say, oh my gosh, they know me so well. Like, of course I have to get my best friend Stacy to marry us because she knows us so well. She was the one who introduced us. It has to be her. Okay. That's, that's amazing that she knows you, but does she know weddings? Does she have the experience of, officiating, you know, hundreds and hundreds of weddings. Does she know how to work with the wedding coordinator? Does she know how to work with the DJ? Will she remember to ask everyone to sit down, speak loud enough, hold the mic, get out of the way for your first kiss, Um, you know, bring you your vows, ask for the rings, not make it all about her. There's just, there's a lot that really goes into it that seasoned professionals who do hundreds of weddings, you know, every single year, there's things that they know and there's a reason why they charge what they charge. So if your friend is doing this, you know, sort of as a hobby, a side gig, or you just kind of think they'd be great at it. Know that you are signing up for a non-professional service; that mistakes could be made, and especially in the case of it being, you know, like a new hobby or a side hustle that they're trying out. Do you really want them to try that out on your wedding? Possibly not. That's probably, you know, you have. I keep going with Stacy. Poor Stacy. She's going to have all the jobs. But let's say your your friend Stacy comes to you and says, "Oh my gosh, I've been, you know, working so hard on my." Um, cupcakes. I've been, you know, baking cupcakes every weekend and it's going to be my new thing. I'm so excited. I want to make the cupcakes. I'm going to do all the dessert for your wedding. It's like, okay, great. But do you really want Stacy's first wedding to be, to be yours? <laughs> like maybe, you know, maybe you do, and that's awesome, but maybe you don't want to run that risk because there's definitely a huge chance if you're hiring someone who is not a professional, that they're going to make some mistakes.
0: Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
2: Okay, the next potential, which I had alluded to already, was frienders have the chance to make it all about them. So this is something you definitely see with uh, friends who stand in as officiants, especially if you ask them to be your officiant because you think they're really funny, they command a room, they have acting experience, they definitely have the possibility, I will say, the the likelihood um, of making it all about them. So instead of the ceremony being about you and your partner, being about your love, being about your story, there's a good chance that Poor Stacy again. Stacy's going to put in some inside jokes, um, might just try to get a laugh. Like she's not gonna be writing the same ceremony as a professional wedding officiant might. And I know again, you know, you probably asked Stacy to do this because she knows you so well, but that goes back to the professional thing. She doesn't know weddings well, even if she knows you well. And if she does make it all about her, um, that's that's not what you want, right? That's not the point of your wedding. You could see this with, you know, a photographer, let's say you ask a friend to be your photographer. And and you talk about you know the style that you're looking for but because they're again making it all about them they decide that oh actually you know I don't have enough I don't know. I don't know photography well enough to to make this example, but oh, I don't have enough, um, you know, candid documentary style photography in my portfolio. So instead of doing the 20 minute sunset session of post photos that you two talked about, your friend decides to stay at the cocktail hour longer and take all of these, you know, candid documentary style photos because that's what they want in their portfolio. Or maybe you know you have a friend who's going to be your baker, and instead of doing the Um, I don't know, the the three tier uh, naked lemon cake that you wanted, they decide they really want to do something, you know, with fondant and sculptures and fresh flowers, because that's gonna look good on their Instagram. Or maybe, you know, they're, they're too busy trying to get other people at your wedding to book them for their events, they're running around handing out business cards and things like that. Um, that they're not actually focusing on the job. They're making it all about them. And I know you're probably listening to this and saying like, oh my God, my friends would never do that. But it happens when when someone isn't a professional and when they've been hired by a friend, they kind of don't have that same um that same motive to to really put it, they're all in for that couple or they just they just don't know that that's wrong that they're not supposed to do that especially if they are just starting out in their business they might be really trying to get more business or work on their portfolio or you know try out their skills and unfortunately that is you know even if they don't intend it to be that is making it all about them and less about you and your wedding so what happens, you know, if you hire your frienders and you're not happy with them? This is one of the biggest reasons why you don't want to hire friends to be your wedding vendors, because if you're not happy with their work, it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> like that is a really, really awkward conversation. If you have to pull um, Stacy aside and say, hey, Stacy, like, you know, we tried the cake that you sent over for the tasting. It's not good. We don't like that cake. We want to go with another baker. That's going to hurt her feelings, especially if she's trying to get her cake business you know, off the ground, or let's say, Stacy is the photographer, and she took all of your engagement photos, you get them back, she's so excited to show you and you hate them, you hate the style, you don't like what she's doing, there's no way you want her to photograph your wedding. And now you have to tell her like that. Oh, that's such an uncomfortable conversation. And of course, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna hurt their feelings. And it's just, Oh, it's really awkward. And if if that wasn't your friend, you know, if it was just someone you had hired, it would be a lot easier to send an email and say, hey, we're really not happy with, you know, this service, can you please make these changes, please give us this discount or, hey, please, you know, rip up the contract, we're not moving forward with you, we don't feel like you've delivered what we've asked for, but you can't really say that to a friend. It's really hard. Um, And even if you know you're not ready to fire them. The, you might want some changes. And that's really hard too. like, how do you ask for those specific changes? If it's a thing of just like, hey, um, I notice you do this blur thing a lot in your photos, we don't like that. Can you change it? You know, they get offended. They think you're questioning their, their eye, their style, their artistry. So a lot of couples just, you know, just suck it up. Oh, okay, I guess those photos are fine. And that's such a crappy feeling. You don't want to have that going into your wedding, just sucking it up, you know, not not getting what you want. Um, and that that is why it's so difficult when you do hire those friends to be your vendors, because it's difficult to have those conversations when you're not happy, very hard to you know ask for changes and even harder to try to fire them without risking the friendship, of course, <laughs> if you hire someone you don't really like, then no problem, but I don't think they would fall in that friend or category. Another thing you want to think about is money. It's awkward off the top, especially this is more in the case if you're working with somebody who is a professional. Let's say you just happen to be best friends with a professional photographer or baker or caterer or whatever it is. Um, and, you know, they kind of say something like, oh, so excited for your wedding. You know, you know who to come to for a cake. Um, and you go, oh, great they're going to make my cake. And maybe in your mind, you're thinking, oh, they're going to make my cake for free. That's so nice. And in their mind, they're thinking, oh, she's going to book me and I'm going to give her a 20% discount. Um, so it gets a little bit uncomfortable. You know, anytime you mix money and friendship, things can get weird, even if, you know, just going out for brunch, trying to split, split the bill, deciding if, you know, who's going to pay for for what, who had two mimosas, who just had water. Uh, it gets awkward. And it's, it's even more awkward and uncomfortable when you're dealing with, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line depending on what sort of a vendor you're hiring so that's another thing to keep in mind the money of it all if you you know if you don't like mixing money and relationships and you get a bit uncomfortable with money and you're not really sure if your friend's trying to offer you something for free or for a discount that could be a reason just to skip this whole friender thing altogether. And the last thing you want to think about when it comes to hiring frienders or not is that if you hire your friend to be your vendor, then your friend doesn't get to have fun at your wedding. <laughs> of course, you know they might still have fun. You could say, oh you're just dropping off the cake, no worries. Then you know you're a guest after that but the truth is that they they will still be worried about whatever it is you know, was their job at that wedding. And that's probably going to be the first thing on their mind. So they're going to be way too busy being your vendor to actually have a good time at your wedding. You know, even if you're saying, oh, she's just the baker, she drops off the cake, and it's over the whole time, your friend is probably thinking about the cake, worried about it. Where does it go? Did it, you know, did it arrive safely? Is it being placed in the right area? Is it too hot? Is it starting to melt? Is it too cold? Is it still frozen? Are people enjoying it? You know, their their attention is not on just enjoying themselves and being there. And you may think like, oh, you know, it's a position of honor to ask Stacy to make the cake. But really, it's more of a job, you're giving Stacy a job, you're hiring her for a job, even if you're not paying her, it really is a job to be the the cake baker, the officiant, the DJ, the photographer, whatever it is, it's not so much a position of honor. And there's definitely a chance that your friender is going to be paying a lot more attention to their job than just being there for you and being a guest at your wedding. And of course, you know, if they're a good friend of yours, that's what you want, right? You want them to be out there on the dance floor with you, you want them to be watching your you know, your ceremony, paying attention, having a good time, enjoying dinner, enjoying the speeches, dancing, enjoying all the food, and you don't want them to be worried about whatever this job is that you hired them for. Okay, so you've listened to all of my tips and you're thinking, you're right, I don't wanna hire my friend as a vendor. It's not going to go well. This whole friender thing, I just want to skip it. You know, they're not professional. I'm worried they're going to make it all about them. It's going to be awkward if I don't like it. I just want them to have a good time. So how do you actually go about turning them down? (laughs) So the first thing you want to do is you want to be super, super straightforward. Again, I say this probably every episode, communicating right off the top what the expectation is, um you know what what you want what you don't want letting them know from the beginning is super super helpful so even you know the first few weeks you get engaged your baker friend stacy says oh my god you know i can't wait to make your cake you know where to get a great cake you know you can laugh you can smile but at some point early on <laughs> you want to take stacy aside and say hey i just want to let you know you know you're a great baker we'd love your cakes however we're not going to hire you for our wedding we, we we don't want you to make our wedding cake and then you blame it on the fact that you want them to have fun at your wedding you do not need to get into any of the professionalism issues or anything like that. You don't have to say, hey, Stacy, we don't want you to make our cake because we think your cakes suck. They taste terrible. You're a horrible baker. We're worried you're going to be late. We think you're going to try to sell your services the whole time. You just say, hey, Stacy, we're actually not going to hire you for the wedding because we want you to be there as a guest. We want you to have so much fun. We don't want you to worry about anything. And even if she pushes back and says, oh, no, 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 I could still have a great time. I'll make the cake ahead of time. Just really reaffirm like, no, 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 Stacy." we don't want you to be a vendor. We just want you there as a friend. We love you so much. We want you to have an amazing time. We don't want you to worry about it. Keep going on that. So let Stacey know ahead of time and, you know, be very firm, no wiggle room, and blame it on the fact that you just want her to have fun at your wedding. If you still are looking for another way to honor Stacey or, you know, whoever your friend is who's, who's trying to be a vendor or who you thought could be a vendor, there are tons of other roles you could give them. So instead of an officiant, you could ask your very gregarious um, and funny friend to be the MC. I know in certain countries, the MC and the DJ are sort of wrapped up into one. In other countries, the MC is, you know, a separate position. But basically, it's a person who kind of hosts the reception, who announces when speeches are happening. Sometimes they give a little speech themselves they announce uh you know when dinner is starting when the bar is closing things like that so you could definitely have a more extroverted friend take that role you could ask people to give readings at the ceremony that's a really beautiful way to honor them you could ask people to give toasts either at the reception or the rehearsal dinner Um, you could ask them to help you host some pre-wedding parties so maybe they want to get involved in your bachelor or bachelorette or a wedding shower you could ask them to be an usher, so that's somebody at your ceremony who shows people to their seats. You could ask them just to get ready with you the morning of, you know, come join us. We're all gonna have mimosas and get our hair done. You could ask them to be in your wedding party. That's a really easy one. You know, ask them to be a bridesmaid, groomsman, person, person of honor, whoever it is. Great ways to still honor your friendship. Let them know you love them without actually hiring them. If you still want their help, that's that's great. Just try to give them, you know, roles or or I hesitate to call it jobs, but things that they can help you with that aren't actually hiring them for the wedding. So for example, you could ask them to come over and say, hey, you know, we're going to have some DIY craft parties or crafternoons, whatever they're called. Um, I'd love for you to come over and and help out if, if you are interested in helping, right? If Stacy says, oh, I just really want to help. I want to do something for your wedding. You say, awesome. Like this Friday, I'm putting together centerpieces. Why don't you come over? You have such a great eye. I'd love to to get your help with this. You know, I'm buying pizza and wine. Come on over, help me make the centerpieces. You could ask for their recommendations, especially if they are a professional and they are in the field. They probably know so many amazing wedding vendors. They could give you that firsthand knowledge. Those recommendations will be so key. You could ask for their help with research if they're really into, you know, planning and things like that. Maybe they want to look up different, um, I don't know, bathrobes for you. If you wanted to be giving away bathrobes as your gift to your bridesmaids, they could look into different options for you. They could go on venue visits with you. They could do tastings with you. I'm sure all of your friends would be so excited to do um, food or dessert tastings with you. That's really fun. So sort of using their expertise, making your friends still feel really useful, giving them ways to help. If that's something they're interested in, don't, you know, assign it to them. Oh, you have to do this research for me. But, you know, you're just you're giving them a little bit of something to do that they that they want to do using their expertise, but you're not putting that whole job on them. Another thing you could do is still hire them, but for one of these smaller pre-wedding parties that has much lower stakes. So instead of saying, hey, can you make my wedding cake? You know, this big cake we're going to serve to 200 people. We're going to have all these photos of we're going to save the top tier and eat it on our anniversary. How about you make cupcakes for my engagement party? you know, super low stakes, just an engagement party, no worries, there's going to be 50 people, they can do whatever they want. And then it's not such a big deal if they are, you know, not the best cupcakes in the world, or if they show up a little late, or if your friend is worried about them, or your friend's trying to sell their cupcakes to somebody else. You could ask, you know, a friend who's a really good photographer, hey, do you mind just snapping a few photos at the shower? That way, again, they don't have the pressure of taking photos on your actual wedding day. But you might get some really beautiful photos from your wedding shower, that would be nice. So if after all of this, all of these reasons I've given you for not hiring a friend to be your wedding vendor and all the other alternatives I gave you as other ways to honor them or get their help or even hire them a little bit for pre-wedding parties, if you're still saying, nope, too bad. You know, I have to do it. I want to hire this friend. They're adamant. They want to do it. I want them to do it. It's going to be such a big discount. They are so good at this hobby or job. We're going forward with it. Godspeed. (laughs) I, I, you know, it's, it's probably not going to make or break your wedding. It, of course, depends on, you know, what they do, how experienced they are, how much you care about it. But just ensure that you are totally okay with all of the risks that I already talked about. So are you okay with the fact that it might not be a professional service? If this person is just doing this as a hobby or a passion, are you okay that, you know, mistakes might be made? Are you okay if they possibly make it all about them, if that's where their attention is all night, you know, on this job that they have to do? Are you okay with the fact that it's going to be really awkward and uncomfortable if you have to give feedback or if you have to fire them or you might not just not be able to fire them. You have to live with it. Are you okay having those awkward financial conversations? Are you okay if your friend is spending all night, you know, scrubbing dishes in the kitchen instead of out on the dance floor with you? If you are okay with all of those things, then, you know, go for it. Hire your friend, save some money. (laughs) If you want it, if your friend wants it, that is totally fine. My advice would be to try to have as many of these conversations up front as possible. So saying like, hey, Stacy, you know, thought it over. You really, really want to make our wedding cake. So we've decided that's amazing. We'd love for you to make our wedding cake. Let's just chat about it up front, you know, before you get started. What are you thinking? Like, what's the cost going to be? I don't want to assume that you're doing it for free or, you know, a discount. Please tell me how much things are going to cost. If, you know, when are we going to do a tasting? If we do a tasting and I don't like it, you know, are you okay with that? What's the best way to tell you? I don't want to hurt your feelings. Here's, you know, what the timeline's going to look like on the day of, I really want to make sure you're still having fun and you're on the dance floor. Um, any other concerns you could think, you know, might come up, try to talk about all of that ahead of time before you actually agree to anything before Stacy starts baking before she puts your wedding in her calendar, have all those conversations, because it's way easier to have them ahead of time. And that doesn't mean that nothing's going to come up, it could still get really awkward and uncomfortable, you could still be really unhappy with it. Um, but hopefully having those conversations sort of mitigates some of those issues. Um, I would also suggest that you try to pick an area of your wedding that you're not super, super invested in. So if like your whole life you've always dreamt of um, having gorgeous flowers at your wedding and you've, you know, you've been, saving all of these beautiful bouquets on Pinterest and flower arches and garlands and all of these things, and like the flowers, the most important part to you, you want to put 50% of your budget on flowers, please don't hire your friend who like happen to make a nice bouquet a few times to be your florist, put that money into a professional service, because that's important to you. Whereas on the other hand, back to Stacey, you know, let's say you're not a dessert person, you don't really care about cake, you're not even going to do the photos of you cutting the cake, plus your caterer serves dessert too, so the cake is just sort of a bonus, then yeah, go ahead and let Stacy take that one on because it doesn't really matter if she messes it up. <laughs> and above all, my final piece of advice here is prioritize the friendship assuming this is a person who is important to you, a big part of your life more important than cake or flowers or photos or (laughs) music or whatever it is, make sure you're prioritizing that friendship. So when you find yourself, you know, in these uncomfortable situations, mistakes are made, you want changes, you have to talk about money, whatever it is, really just remember that like this person you're dealing with is a friend. And that's the most important thing you want to make sure that they leave your wedding, still your friend. You don't, you don't lose them over something as silly as, um, you know, the wrong color buttercream was used on your cupcakes or something like that. I see so many times in these Facebook groups, people talking about, you know, cutting, friends out of their wedding party or you know not talking to this friend anymore after this thing from their wedding and it just ugh, it hurts my heart that we are letting I know weddings are these huge big things so many emotions involved so much money involved and it can be hard when people don't show up for us how we want them to but a lot of that I feel just comes down to expectations and communication which is why you want to have all those chats with Stacy ahead of time and remember that her you know value in your life goes way beyond a wedding cake <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it. And I hope you found the episode helpful. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and a review. Follow along so you don't miss the next episode and tell a friend about the show. Remember, you shouldn't be spending your wedding day managing other people's feelings.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with quins.